Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today is a special guest, Natty Beltron, joining us all the way from the UK. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about your background. And you already know me, Miss Genesis Amars Kemp, the founder and host. But here's more info on Natty. Natty is a nonviolent communication certified trainer and coach helping leaders become more empathetic and create more collaboration around them. She she has run two businesses and has held leadership roles in child center schools. She has studied leadership and neuroscience at the master's level and shares her understanding of the brain and how humans work. What makes people tick and be willing to change? Natty offers trainings and coaching programs that help leaders change their current habits sustainable. She supports them in becoming more aware of their emotions and needs, which leads to transforming the way they treat themselves first and how they engage with others. In the end, when leaders align their work and organization to their values and vision, they can better motivate people and collaborate better. And we're going to leave it there for now, and I'm going to bring on Natty. So without further ado, please welcome Natty Beltran to the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. My pleasure. And thank you so much for just coming on, Natty, and sharing and holding space with the community. I definitely want to give the audience a chance to connect with you in a fun and personal way. So there are two ways we could do that. We could do a icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? Uh, Let's go over the 10 questions. Okie dokie, we're playing rapid fire with Genesis and Natty. Question number one, what is your favorite food? Strawberries. Question two, if you could trade places with anyone, who would it be? Uh, A three-year-old child. Question three, what is your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Tea. Coffee four, favorite color? Uh, Blue. Question five. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? To see the future. Question six. Is there one person that you would like to have lunch or dinner with, past or present? Yes, the Dalai Lama. Question seven. What's a wild card factor that someone does not know about you, but makes you interesting? I'm Spanish. Ooh, tu habla español? Sí, sí. Oh, ¿de dónde eres? De la, de España, de La Rioja. Oh, okay, está bien. Mm-hmm. I brushed up on my Spanish, y'all. <laughs> Very well. Question eight. Um... What is 
one significant moment in your life that you would change or re relive? Uh, the day I got married. Okay. Question nine. You get three random acts of kindness per day. What are your three acts today? I would give a friend a book because he's been giving me books and I have one for him. He, I think he'd love. I would take my two friends to a spa and I would like to have five minutes of very special time with each of my children. Love it. And question 10. It's our pass or play question and here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you wanna pass or play? I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> what can I ask you? Um, so since you're pregnant and expecting a baby soon, if you could change one thing in the world that this baby's coming into, what would it be? Ooh, okay. So on the personal front, I I would definitely want to have my dad here because he passed two years ago from medical negligence and he was hands down the best grandpa. So I would love for her to be able to meet her grandpa. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for playing thank Rapid Fire. Thank you. That was fun. So we're going to jump into the conversation, Natty. And mm -hmm. I know you're focusing on empathetic leadership. So before we dive really deep into the subject, explain in your words, what is empathetic leadership and what does it look like? Yeah, for me, I mean, leadership already needs to be defined, but for me, leadership is uh, making change in the world and empathetic or empathic leadership would be doing it in a way that is uh, respectful of everybody, inclusive of everybody. And that, you know, that where the leader can put themselves in everybody's shoes. Yeah. And lead with kindness, you know, really lead with kindness and respect. So really just seeing um, leadership, but then doing it by having empathy and compassion and being able to meet somebody where they're at without mm -hmm. making that person feel less than or mm -hmm. they don't matter. Absolutely. Quite the opposite. Make them feel that they matter. Everybody matters. Everybody's needs matter. Yeah. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I think if more leaders would take on this form of leadership, I think it will definitely curve some of the things that we're seeing. Like right now in the States, we're facing um, the movement called the Great Resignation, where mm -hmm. a lot of people are not wanting to work for employers and they're choosing to go into business for themselves for various reasons whether they're fed up of working for a corporation or they just realize their worth and value or dot, dot, dot. Are you all facing the same thing in the UK? You know, I work with a global uh, client base, but uh, I do think globally, in a way, people are disillusioned with uh, corporations and how uh, they create cultures where profits are more important than people. 
where you know people need to feel that they matter personally and that they're contributing to towards something they believe in and if those two elements are not there and if the leadership is not able to create that um then people leave because yeah and it's a good thing people value themselves don't you think I absolutely think, especially coming from a background in corporate America, where I spent 15 years as a whole, but 12 of them were spent in the oil and gas and energy sector. And sometimes you don't see a lot of people that look like me. Um, I am Mm. first generation American. So my dad was from Curaçao and my mom is from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So she's West Indian. And sometimes it's hard to really fit in when you don't see people that look like you and you don't have the leadership that tells you that it's okay to be different or really promotes diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, then you begin to question, okay, is this an organization that I want to work for? If I don't see a succession plan, I don't see people that look like me I don't feel seen or heard Mm -hmm. and there's so many different layers that go into that I feel like we as individuals because it's not just on the leadership alone but it's also we as individuals and how can we come together leadership plus ICs individual contributors to make the organization really have synergies Absolutely. Yeah, everybody needs to come together. And in a way, we think of leaders as, you know, people at the top roles, but everybody can be a leader, you know, that they have this um, idea of micro leadership. In in fact, you know, think about it, parents are leaders, teachers are leaders, so many people can create change around them. And uh, as you say, it's about collaborating together to create a world that works for everybody isn't it? And uh, where everybody feels precious, really. You know, I've been a foreigner, you know, in the States for many years, now in England, and it's also not very pleasant. Even if people look like me, they are different from me, right? And But if we always focus on the differences, and especially if leaders don't know how to bring people together by focusing on what's similar or what's human, you know, and what's special about each person, and something really it impedes having really good relationships and connection between people, which is essential to collaborate and to get done whatever work they need to get done. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say we need to put the human part back into humanity in order yeah. for us to really link arms and really make those ripple effects and those domino effects. <laughs> so Natty, what led you to get involved in this type of work? What did your background look like growing up and how did that help you personally and professionally? Yeah, you know, my personal story, I was a very shy child and had problems communicating to begin with, right? It's like I would prefer not to communicate because I was like avoidant. And then I moved to the States to study and I found myself... um, with real difficulty right communicating so this question of how do I communicate better how can my voice be heard uh, was always there and then I had children so I came to this work actually through wanting to be a parent that was empathic and um, that understood my children's needs and could cater to that and I just came across a workshop and um, two things happened in tandem first Montessori education was discovered and I realized the power of um, communicating with children from their needs, from your needs, from their needs, right? And, and trying to 
uh, fulfill needs. And then I discovered nonviolent communication, which was also based on needs and um, discovering the needs of everybody, which of course are universal, right? But in any situation you have, say it's a conflict at work or, or I don't know, the child is having the tantrum, it doesn't really matter. If you go to the human need that is driving that behavior, you can always find a good solution and um, connect, as you say, human to human without the layers, you know, without the power differentials that we create so artificially. Um, yeah. I like so that. that <laughs> and I liked how you took it back to, you know, the need that you had and wanting uh, to do something for for your kids and etc mm -hmm. so that was the driving factor so you went beyond the surface and the reason why I asked that question is because sometimes people see us as coaches or influencers mm -hmm. or etc but they don't realize that we had those start ugly moments we've had mm -hmm. the tests the trials the tribulations the failures yeah. and etc but it's all of those things that has made us who we are now. And so I always tell people, don't just look at the outside, grab like you're taking an onion and peel the layers back and see what's rooted at the core, because that's what makes an individual because perceptions are always going to be perceptions. Assumptions are always going to be assumptions, just like judgment. But until you take the time to go the extra mile to get to know an individual for mm -hmm. who they are, what they bring up and what's valuable to them, then we're missing the mark when it comes to connecting yeah. with someone in a genuine level. Absolutely. That's, I absolutely agree with everything you said. Yeah. And, and I think um, why I ended up working with leaders, which is a real passion of mine, is because I was in leadership roles where it was a disaster. Communication was violent and uh, it just didn't align with the kind of person I am and the kind of values I have. And I, I just kept working hard on, on learning different ways to relate to each other and communicate to each other, as you say, that can really bring up the best in people, you know, because you're touching the core, you're, you're somehow in that interaction, really valuing each other and um, being authentic, almost naked, right? You're seeing each other uh, for who you are and it's okay with acceptance, without judgment, um, with the intention to uh, contribute to each other or maybe together contribute to something larger. Absolutely. And I think communication is really a driving force when it comes to leadership, but also individuality, because there's various ways that we communicate, whether you realize it or not, there are is mm -hmm. verbal communication mm -hmm. and nonverbal communication, like what, how are you speaking? What's the tone of your voice, the diction, your body language? Are you looking someone in the eyes? Are you looking off? Are you tapping? Are you distracted? Is your body tense or et cetera? So let's take some time to really mm -hmm. talk about different communication methods because you came from nonviolent communication and that was not conducive. And you said, you know what? I've been there, done that. I didn't like this, but here's a new way that I could inter interject another way of communicating where it is, you know, in a manner that everyone could participate in to really feel respected, to feel heard, mm -hmm. to feel valuable, mm -hmm. and et cetera. So what are some tips and tricks that we could give for leaders out there that need help with their communication style, yeah. as well as individual contributors? 
Absolutely. I mean, it extends to anybody. So even if you're not a leader yourself, you know, think about uh, leaders are also people, right? So um, the first thing I think we need to do to have really good connection and communication is to be in touch with ourselves, to be mindful, to be connected and present. What are you feeling in each moment? What uh, is motivating you? What's driving you? What are your needs? If you know that, then the words that you're going to say are very centered and almost truthful to you, to your reality in that moment. And you can choose, right? The more self-control you have of your emotions, the more you can choose your reactions, the more you can choose your words. Whereas imagine if you're all upset, you don't know why, it's driving you. You know, it's, um, it's taking you away from the person you could be and the way you could relate. Right? And you're less in control, of actually, of what you say. You may say something you regret later. So that self-connection is really key. Now, listening, learning to listen empathically is unbelievable. It's powerful. It's magic, really. When you know how to be there for another human being, create a safe space where they can just be themselves. There's no wrong. They, they can't say anything wrong. They can just be themselves with you and you can accept everything. Uh, that is a really high level skill and, and very natural for human beings, you know, and um, how do you reflect back what they've said? I've heard you do that in the podcast, you know, so they feel really heard and seen and gotten and accepted. And I would say the third skill um, is expressing yourself with authenticity, but also with care that I think that's the winning combo, you know, uh, not just that you express anything you think that doesn't do because that could be harmful but can you find a way to speak your truth with spontaneity authenticity and also be caring for the other person at the same time that's uh when again magic happens between people when you can do that I yeah. love that so this is what I heard and I'm just going to call out some key key words mindfulness Mm -hmm. I also heard respect. I heard really actively listening. Listen to what the other person says, not for you to respond right away, but when you listen, make sure that you process what the other person has said. And if there's something that you need clarification on, ask so that way the communication lines are open and you don't assume something also reflection it's so important that we reflect on what the person is saying and then also when we are engaging in conversation be not only just be mindful but also be considerate and that's a part of mindfulness because just because you're thinking something does not mean it always needs to be said so really go through the process in your mind and say if i say this is there a certain way that I need to say it with my tone of voice or my body language or et cetera, because the person on the receiving end can take it one way or another. And if they take it a certain way, it could shut down the conversation or it could keep the conversation going. So that's one thing that we need to be mindful of. And I tell people from a corporate standpoint, if you are having issues communicating, there are different assessments and modalities that you can use so you can learn what your communication style is. And if you do have a team, make sure your team is taking the same assessment so you can begin to learn how they 
communicate and how you could communicate with one another based on your individual communication styles. Yeah, absolutely. It's very enriching to do that, that um, team level self-discovery. You know, it's really fun for, for people and it opens up uh, the lines of communication, you know, and understanding of each other. I agree. And sometimes it can be hard because yeah. once we do those um, assessments, if we don't do it with transparency and authenticity, then we're lying to ourselves because we're only doing enough because we don't want to be seen as dominant or we don't want to be seen as a red color because there's some that are color coordinated like equilibria. And then there's some that are, you know, based on the actions and et cetera. So I always encourage people this is not a test to show your incompetencies. It's a test to show how you could strengthen yourself to help you develop in a personal and professional manner so you can work easy with somebody else because united we stand and divided we fall. But when we can link arms with somebody else and they feel seen as heard just as much as we want to be seen and heard, they're gonna put in the extra work to go the extra mile. Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah that if people do feel seen and heard then they're very willing to do many things yeah so Natty, um based on our conversation so far and the work that you're doing on the forefront as well as behind the scenes is there anything else you want to add to the conversation before we jump into the call to action Yeah, I would just like to encourage people to uh, think of themselves as leaders and to learn to uh, get to know themselves, get to know other people and just take the time to listen to oneself as well as to listen to others with an open mind. See what you can discover. People are amazing, both you, yourself inside, as well as other people. Amazing. Now let's do the call to action. What is your call to action for our audience today? Do you have any assessments or any resources that you would like to share or any challenges for them? Because I love to challenge my guests. I'm sure you've heard me challenge a few of the guests I bring on, as well as the audience, because we're here to learn and grow. And if we're not learning and growing, then we're not progressing. Yeah, I think I like that. Yeah, let me give them a challenge. I have a little gift for them, uh, which they can find at anymessage.natibeltran.com. And you can just download it there. It's just a little bit on how can you listen to any message uh, without taking it personally and really learn to start listening. And my challenge would be to uh, next time someone tells you something, don't react, don't respond, just listen, literally just listen, see how long you can hold it up for. And if you say anything, then say what they said, just like you've been doing with me, right? Stay with them, let them have that space to be really listened to and see what happens, see the magic happening before your very eyes. There's research I want to say to inspire people, there's research that people heal when they have an empathetic message around them, not even directed at them. You know, we heal when we hold people's hands, literally our perception of pain diminishes. It's very powerful to be there for each other. Yeah. I love that because it works in any area of your life, especially I would say me um, with family, like some of my family who's gone through different illnesses and et cetera. Mm. 
um, just having that type of empathy has really helped them, you know, yeah. improve. So I like that challenge because I really see it working in the work setting as well as in our personal lives. And Absolutely. Natty, how can our audience connect with you? Once again, what is your website and where do you primarily hang out on social media? Yeah, I've been hanging out on LinkedIn, although I do have an Instagram and Facebook profiles. Um, and my website is not my name, natibeltran.com. You can find my courses, my, you know, schedule a call with me. I, I love talking to people. Send any leaders, you know, my way and see I can help them in any way. Amazing. And audience, I'm going to spell Nati's name for you. It's N as in Nancy, A as in Alpha, T as in Tom, I as in Isaac. Her last name is Beltran, B as in boy, E as in Edgar, L as in Lucy, T as in Tom, R as in Richard, A as in Alpha, N as in Nancy. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. So all you need to do is read, scroll on down and tap in with her. Let's go show her some love and show some support for the things that she's doing within her community. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe and follow. We are on 40 plus platforms. We also have a YouTube channel where you can find all things video content and just type in GEMS, G-E-M-S, with Genesis Amaris Kemp, and you'll see the videos there. And lastly, but not least, where would I be without my supporters? You know, I only think about you. I want to thank each one of you for supporting the guests that I bring into the community, as well as the mission to bring content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational. Because of you, we're now ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com is where you'll see those metrics and we are looking for brand sponsors so if you want to continue to help spread the mission around the podcast please send me an email to genesisamariskemp at gmail.com or head on over to my website genesisamariskemp.net to find out more more about becoming a sponsor and how your monetary can contributions will go for the better good until the next segment next guest peace love and lots of blessings have yourself an amazing day and remember to believe in yourself you were created for purpose on purpose and you don't necessarily have to have the title of leader in order to lead you can lead from anywhere and you are powerful in your own Tap into yourself inwardly and manifest who you want to be externally. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor So please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.